0: Hello and welcome to the Anita Po Show, the best Bitcoin podcast in town. My guests today are Vito Stella and Richard Taylor, my teammates at Team Satoshi, a decentralized sports team. We're talking about the interconnections between Bitcoin and sports and how you can participate in this movement. Before that, a message about my new book and a short word from my sponsors. Enjoy. Learn Bitcoin will teach you the why and how to use Bitcoin. Learn Bitcoin provides the necessary basics to keep you in control of your money. Johannes Grill, President Bitcoin Austria. Order your copy now at learnbitcoin.link. That's learnbitcoin.link. Living on crypto is easier than you think with BitRefill. Choose from over 4,000 gift cards and mobile top-up options from around the world. I used BitRefill to top up my phone when I was visiting Zimbabwe. It was easy, worked like a charm, and I even earned SATs back. Pay with Bitcoin, Lightning, Ethereum, Dash, Tether Overtron, and many more options. No account is necessary. Join the thousands of users around the world who are living on crypto today using BitRefill. Join now at bitrefill.com and start earning SATs back with each purchase. That's bit refill.com Let's start with a short introduction. Uh, I mean, we are a little bit laughing here because we had big technology, technical problems here uh, with recording this session. Uh, So we are a little bit out of rhyme, uh, but never mind, Vitus, would you please start introducing yourself? You're the initiator of Team Satoshi and uh, what are you doing? Aside from Team
1: Satoshi? Uh, Sure. Um, So aside from Team Satoshi, I'm a family dad. um, I'm a husband. um, I um, am entrepreneur. I have a management and business background. Um, I'm running uh, two companies at the moment. One is a co-working space. Um, We uh, offer every one of our clients, a Bitcoin discount. So if you pay with Bitcoin, you get 15% discount on our services. Um, and I'm running uh, another business where I'm going to be building a solar power plant, a large one that will um, yeah. yeah, have el- enough electricity to support about 800 households. Um, so 2.7 megawatt. Yeah, on top of that, I'm a sports enthusiast. I love sports. I believe sports is very good for me, for my own uh, health. I love ice bathing and cold showering. Um, And yeah, I'm a Bitcoin enthusiast since about eight years. Um, So yeah, that's uh, roughly about me.
0: Okay, let's switch to Richard.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah, so uh, my background is uh, aerospace engineering. I spent 20 years in the industry. Um, I discovered Bitcoin about seven years ago um, and uh, running about six years ago. And I just got very much heavily involved in uh, both subjects. And that led me on to found uh, Bitcoin Runners uh, just over uh, two years ago. So, uh, I'm an English athletics uh, registered uh, coach in running fitness. Um, I volunteer for my local community as a um, head coach for a running club. Uh, We have about 17 leaders and coaches in the the group. And uh, I'm also a Bitcoin pleb. uh, So, I've been really enthusiastic about the space and following it closely and trying to learn as much as I can um, and be involved.
0: Mm-hmm. And Richard, what, what brought you into Bitcoin? What was the initial aha moment?
2: <laughs> um, I think it was uh, probably um, not the good things in life. Um, I was working too much. Um, I wasn't uh, really satisfied with my job, my career. Um, it wasn't, I didn't feel it was uh, doing anything very productive uh, for society. Um, and I was at a bit of a low air by because of working too much, uh, eating too much, drinking too much, just totally physically unfit. And um, I was overweight at the time. Um, so I was um, I don't think it could, could get any worse um, until I saw Bitcoin as a, an opportunity to make money. And so I bought some Bitcoin to buy uh ripple xrp <laughs> <laughs> so that was the absolute low point in my life <laughs> <laughs> but it was an entry point <laughs> <laughs> it was uh yeah it was a way in and uh from that point on within about six months 12 months i begin to uh understand a bit more what bitcoin was about and uh um, yeah, the other side to it and also what Ripple is about. So, um, I switched very, uh, very, uh, solidly to Bitcoin, uh, within, uh, those few months and, uh, haven't looked back
0: mm-hmm. because, because why, I mean, what do you see in Bitcoin?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think from an engineering point of view, uh, the fact, uh, that it's just such an incredible invention, um, you know, it's really, um, you know, from a sort of technological revolution point of view, it's it's not even registered as a technological reg- uh, revolution in Wikipedia, for example, but it is pr- perhaps, you know, as big as, uh, the, you know, the earlier revolutions that happened in history. Uh, so we we are so early, we're really, really early to this. And there is uh, such a, a fascinating, uh, many dynamics to Bitcoin, which um, you can study and uh, learn, um, and how, that make it work and what make it successful. And the other side is uh, the freedom, the freedom side. Um, how, you know, the potential it has to uh, change how we interact as humans, how we uh, transfer value, and how it's slowly uh, nibbling away at all of these existing forms of value. So um, I think it's, it's yeah, we, we think we're, we're here uh, spending our time. Uh, in the Bitcoin space because we really believe in it. And um, yeah, so that's the two elements of Bitcoin that uh, uh, get me excited.
0: Hmm, cool. And uh, Vitus, what, what what was your initial point where you found out about Bitcoin and found uh, thought to yourself, hey, yeah, that's it?
1: Yeah, I was excited about Bitcoin um, the first time I read about it, actually. Um, It must have been on springwise.com, which is an innovation blog. Uh, They're usually blogging about startups and innovation ideas. And uh, I was browsing through the history of of that blog and I found Bitcoin there. And I got immediately excited also because when I was reading about it, it was during the time uh, the European Union was considering um, putting money into Greece, saving Greece after the financial crisis. yeah, I had already been interested in financial markets in a way and, and money uh, in general. So it really, mm, yeah, it really excited me from the beginning. Um, I didn't really get involved from the beginning. Um, but then, yeah, r- roughly like eight years ago, I uh, or s- seven or something years ago, I then also got involved uh, financially um, because i felt like okay this is a nice gambling opportunity um you can maybe make some money off of it i really started understanding what bitcoin really means uh much later in time i had already pretty much forgotten about it i had already sold bitcoin um unfortunately in between Um, but for me it really means freedom money for the people i believe it has the power to really change the the broken financial system that we have um, and replace it with a new backbone that is hard money. And um, yeah, this is really what excites me about it. Um, uh, and yeah, I've been talking to people about it. I cannot really um, bring across the excitement as well as uh I would like to um so I started Tim Satoshi and ever since then it's working out better
0: So um I know that you've been a cyclist uh, when you were really young uh like in your youth I think yeah. but you stopped then um how did you get into sports again
1: yeah so um I was running my business in to, until 2018 summer and I had to decide to close it down it wasn't working the way it um was supposed to I also didn't really believe in it anymore uh back then I was um yeah also had my my eyes my eyes on shitcoins so uh, it was basically uh, um, a smart contract uh, idea built on ethereum back then and uh, we, were, we were actually quite a nice team um, of of excited people about the idea um, but then when i decided to close it down i didn't feel feel very well for a while um, and i started doing sports again which picked me up again and really gave me power and energy um, and during that time i also uh, listened to a friend of mine who said um, right now Uh, You don't need to force yourself to do anything because I had not. This is the first time I had uh, experienced in my life that I didn't really know what to do with myself during the day. Um, So I did sports because this this was what, what I basically was from youth onwards already. And what I also automatically started doing is reading more about Bitcoin. And uh, yeah, I learned much more about Bitcoin back then, and uh, I learned for myself that um, Bitcoin is uh, the the actual innovation. The scarcity is the innovation, and that the other currencies out there is uh, yeah rather shitcoins uh, than anything valuable.
0: Yeah, the neutrality and openness and the in- in- inclus- inclusivity. Do you say that uh, it's including people and not excluding people because of like you don't have papers, you don't have a bank account. Uh, that's basically the innovation. And I think also the, the the biggest point why it's different and much better than something like Ripple, huh? Yeah, because Ripple is a company and it's not an open protocol and all these things. Um, so, uh, Richard, um, what I would be interested in: where do you see the connection between Bitcoin and sports? Is mm. there one?
2: Absolutely, um, yeah. Just a, a little continuation on that: um, the separating the money from the state, which uh, is often talk- talked about. Um, the fact that um, you know the cap supply and the scarcity, and the fact it's difficult to confiscate—you know—that those things are what. It's going to really, people will only be able to spend in the future money on what the people want. You know, Europe, there would be no uh, money just to create from anywhere to spend money on things which people don't want in the world. And I think that's going to be uh, such a huge thing because of the innovations, those key innovations in Bitcoin um, that we're obviously quite a long way from now, but we're certainly heading in that direction. Uh, So you have the connections um, between sports and Bitcoin. I think it it comes down to, um, you know, uh, we're sovereign, you know, in the Bitcoin space. It's all about uh, being your own master and setting the rules. Um, And the same comes true with uh, sports and doing exercise. Uh, You need to, um, if you're fit, financially fit and physically fit, you will have a, a, you know, better potential outcome in, in life. So. The other thing in the Bitcoin space, which is uh, uh, quite profound, is uh, the um, time preference. Um, Long-term, having a long-term time preference rather than going into debt and spending money quickly. Uh, We're thinking more long-term, we're saving for a future. We're seeing our money and our savings grow over time. And uh, you can see that with sports, doing exercise, uh, that you put in the hard work now, it's, it's painful. It's difficult. Um, it can be very fulfilling, and then later on, you reap the rewards. You have a longevity. You have a much happier life because of the mental health benefits with the sports. You're meeting people. You're getting out. Um, so there's there's so many parallels, and I and I think you, um, the two are extremely important um, to uh, combine. Yeah. So this is what. Uh, inspired me originally to, um, to set up Bitcoin Runners um, and then meeting Fetus and getting involved in Team Satoshi. We have so much in common, so many ideas. Uh, but uh, yeah, the last, uh, it's been up just over a year since we first met. Um, we've been working on different projects and uh, it's been very exciting.
0: I think the similarity is also you can't go into debt with your with your body. You know, you always have to be like on the positive side, because if you go into debt, like training too much, not doing recreation, uh, you will fail in the end. And it's actually a similarity with Bitcoin. You can't create money out of nowhere and you also can't create um, um, endurance or something out of nowhere. It's, as you say, hard work. So proof of work yeah. is in it. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. You know, training for marathon, you cannot rush it. Um, I've tried. Um, so you think, um, let's just do this in a few weeks. I'm going to do this really intense and hard, and I'll be ready for marathon day. Um, you're going to get injured. Uh, so you need to build it up slowly and uh, yeah, gradually. Um,
0: gradually gradually, and then suddenly you are <laughs> fit, yeah. So when, so when did you start running? Seven years ago or what?
2: Uh, yeah, so running was about six years ago um, and it was a uh, park run. So I didn't think I could run. I didn't consider myself a runner at all. Um, there's a phenomenon. Um, it started in the UK. I think it's been going about 16 years. Um, it's, it's already in, I believe it's in Austria as well and Germany too. Uh, so it's uh, gone international. Uh, but it's just a 5k weekly run on a Saturday morning um, in a park usually or um, any, any sort of a safe space. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, some of friends friends invited me to join them uh, for a weekend and uh, we did the run. Um, and I was obviously very out of shape and in the finishing straight, um, a little uh, say uh, an elderly man must have been in his 80s um, overtook me and I couldn't keep up. <laughs> so but he was the most inspiring person uh, in my life, really, because since then I thought, yeah, I need to get fit. Um, coming up to a midlife crisis, what, what will I do? And uh, yeah, just uh, got, just started to run more and more.
0: And what are the distances that you're running now?
2: Um, yeah, so I've since then I've done six marathons and two ultra marathons. Uh, the ultras have been fifty k long, and um, yeah, so uh, training for um, a couple of well a marathon coming up, and uh, I've got more involved in cross training, so triathlon activities. Uh, which is where uh, Vitas and I have been uh, doing some sports together. So cycling and swimming, Um, we relearned to swim Um, and uh, ice bathing too, as Vitas mentioned. So, uh, yeah, it's all thanks to uh, our connections through Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, but not everybody has to do this. I mean, if I join, (laughs) if you want to join Bitcoin Runners or Team Satoshi, you don't have to ice bathe and you don't have to do ultra marathons.
2: (laughs) It will happen. <laughs> it, it
0: might happen. Yeah, that's true. So, so Vitus, um, did you, do you maybe also want to say something about the interconnections between Bitcoin and sports?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, into... I completely agree yeah. with, I, I think, I believe what Richard said is actually, uh, hitting the main spots. Um, the, the real interconnection is that you need to put in proof of work, um, in uh, keeping your body body healthy and fit, and that proof of work will show over time. And you need to really, um, with sports, with physical exercise, you need to play the long game. It's not about um, you know going running now and tomorrow you'll feel good about it. No, uh, you need to really um, take it seriously, and um, take your body seriously. Listen to your body and build up slowly but surely a certain kind of fitness that you feel good with and it'll really change your life it'll make your life easier it'll give you mental strength um that that yeah keeps you going and um, i believe this the connections between bitcoin i believe it, it it's so intertwined like in the bitcoin space the sovereignty is such a big big topic and as richard said like First, be sovereign about your own body, about yourself, uh, before you have sovereign money. I mean, it's really the first place to start. So I believe it fits so well with the Bitcoin ethos. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's also, I think, I mean, my experience with like doing mountain biking out there without anybody else, like alone in the woods somewhere, and that also builds self esteem and self sovereignty because I needed to know how to fix my bike uh, if something happens, or I needed to know how to navigate, and um, that's. Also, like a little bit like a similar story in learning how to use Bitcoin, how to set up your hardware wallet. Uh, it's also a little bit uh, uh, a risk uh, with it comes with it. And uh, you learn to trust in yourself even more. And I think that's quite a great um, experience and learning um, that one can have. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. You so learn does, about your body, what t- your body can yeah, do. Exactly, yeah. And, and also what your mind can do, yeah? Mm. So, um, Vitus, Vitus, how did you then come up with Team Satoshi,
1: what is it? Uh, yeah, so uh, during the time after uh, letting my company go in 2018, um, I, uh, as I said, I wasn't feeling very well. I was doing sports and uh, I saw actually the 10th anniversary of Genesis Block Bitcoin coming up. Uh, And I had the inner need to do something about it to actually communicate that this great day is coming up and we need to celebrate it. And uh, I had the idea of doing a bike tour. I had done bike tours before and I thought, okay, why not do a bike tour that has a symbolic meaning behind it. Um, So, yeah, I started Tour de Satoshi on January 3rd, 2019, which was the 10th anniversary. I started in Florence, which 600 years ago, modern banking actually started with Banco Medici. Uh, and I went th- through the Alps to Frankfurt uh, in front of the uh, European Central Bank and um, I tried to st- pay every night with Bitcoin um, at at the hotels. So it was a real uh, journey, it was like I was for 10 days in a tunnel trying to really do th- do this successfully, uh, and then every night writing a story about it, tell my story of the day. Um, yeah, it was quite an experience. And this is how it started. So I wanted to advocate for Bitcoin and for the cypherpunk ideas and the universal human rights through Team Satoshi, basically.
0: So you wanted to build awareness. And I think what uh, I need to mention here is this is in European winter. So you cycled in winter over the Alps.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so the the actual mountain pass that I wanted to take was closed because the, there was actually during that time a very strong um, winter chaos in Austria uh, and also parts of Germany. So um, I had to change my route a little bit and I had to go uh, a mountain pass where um, s- snow chains, I think they're called uh, in English, um, were mandatory. Uh, so I actually uh, put on a, like spike Tires the night before um, crossing that mountain range um, just to be able to cross the, 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 the Alps there. And from that day onwards I had snow every day, so it was really beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think you even froze one of your toes.
1: Yeah, uh, two actually were frozen um, on the day after crossing the mountains. Because I had a few flat tires and I was standing uh, in the snow while repairing my, my, my flat tire and uh, that was very early on in the day, it was snowing heavily. Um, so my feet were wet from very early onwards and I had still eight hours of cycling in front of me. Uh, and by the time I actually got to my, to my goal that day, two of my toes were partly frozen, um, which I noticed after the, after the whole bike tour actually, that I didn't have any feeling um, in there, but it came back. So after like nine months, <laughs> uh, thankfully, the feeling in my toes came back and they didn't freeze off.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me, that adventure. And, and how many of the hotels uh, did then accept Bitcoin?
1: So it was nine nights. Um, I asked uh, roughly uh, like a little bit above 50 hotels um, and seven hotels accepted so um but the 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 funny thing was I only drove to hotels that looked like family owned hotels um and as soon as I was standing in front of a hotel owner, it was easier for me because I was telling my story that I go this path and I have to my challenges I have to pay with bitcoin, and then I believe most of them somehow had like um the feeling, okay, I can help this guy, and um yeah, why not do it so so yeah, then I had a 50-50% chance as soon as I was standing in front of the owner to, to actually do it. Um, yeah, it was rough, but uh, it was partly successful.
0: Sounds rough, yeah, but uh, really a, a kind of a heroic uh, tour. Um, Richard, do you have? did you do with the Bitcoin Runners an event like that or, or a race or something?
2: Mm-hmm. Nothing so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> have to say, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so with uh, Bitcoin Runners, uh, w- one of the things uh, that I, this is how Vitas and I met. In fact, uh, one of the things we, we've done is organize some uh, conference runs, so Bitcoin conferences. And uh, it started when, when I started B- uh, Bitcoin Runners back in uh, 2019 at the Digital Asset Summit in June. Um, I was invited to attend uh, a meetup with Andreas Antonopoulos uh, as part of a Patreon group uh, that we had. He, he'd organized an evening in a pub, which was uh, very nice to meet other Bitcoiners. So I went along uh, to London and met Andreas and met uh, another runner, actually, just by chance, uh, Annabelle Sanchez. You know, Annabella; he's been on your Mm -hmm. podcast, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he's a serious Bitcoiner and a serious runner. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the next day, uh, effectively, I I started uh, Bitcoin Runners at this conference. We we arranged to meet up. We thought we'd just do a 20-minute run around London along the Thames. It ended up being 20 kilometers. And uh, we realized we had a lot in common, uh, not just a haircut. Um, or lack of, <laughs> I should say, uh, but yeah, we had so much in common. It was, uh, yeah, really enjoyable. It was just the two of us. And, uh, then I thought, well, this, this has some legs, um, you know, pardon the pun, um, but we would do, um, I would try to do this at every conference that comes up and so, uh, at the lightning convention, um, in 2019, October, 2019, Uh, This is where we met as well, Anita. Mm -hmm. I organized a run and uh, was put in touch with Vitas from Team Satoshi. And Vitas said, let's do this together. Um, And uh, fantastic. So Vitas knew Berlin, knew some parts of Berlin. And we um, put some message out on the Telegram group for a conference. But we were just a group of runners meeting up uh, before the conference got started to do some networking and uh, stretch our legs um, and so there was what, four or five of us I think uh, we saw Gigi from a distance um, but uh, he didn't run but we may have seen him we may not who knows <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> unrecognizable person um, and uh, yeah Vetus took us, took us around uh, some of the sites um, it was really memorable time um, fantastic and then the conference started and uh, yeah, uh, we had a good time there too and so there's been Unchained Convention. Since then, uh, Bitcoin Germany Week, and the Miami conference in, uh, well, in Miami, of course, um, <laughs> most recently, uh, which was absolutely huge, and we, yeah, we had a local celebrity lead that one too.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. And what's the next thing you're trying to do or doing? Uh,
2: yeah. So I, I, could, I guess I speak for Bitcoin runners mm-hmm. right now. But mm-hmm. there's lots going on, um, particularly with Team Satoshi too. Um, since this bull run, you know, the bull run happens once every four years. Uh, this, uh, so we're uh, organizing a bull run challenge. And uh, it's a once in a uh, epoch opportunity, let's say. It's very simple. All you have to do is just set a running goal. Uh, you can just go for your first run, 5K, 10K, just to set a goal and uh, to complete it before the end of the bull run. So we don't know when that's Mm -hmm. obviously going to end, uh, but it looks like it's probably going to go into early next year. Uh, So there's a bull run challenge and um, um, uh, you you sign up on the website if you want to. You don't have to, but if you do, you can donate um, $5 to uh, uh, the Human Rights Foundation Bitcoin Development Fund. So it's a way to, to raise Bitcoin for this fund. And it's a way that you create a, effectively creating a contract with yourself to, I will do this event and, um, it helps you take your mind off the Bitcoin price too, uh, which uh, <laughs> is not very value added sitting, watching.
0: Okay. Two questions. Uh, where's the website where people can look that up?
2: Yeah. So bitcoinrunners.org. Um, and I think it's forward slash bull run, uh, but there's a link to it on the, uh, on the main page.
0: Mm-hmm. And second question, so you believe that the bull run will go into
2: 2022? (laughs) Yes, it seems that way. Um, You know, we're just a a dip. Uh, A dip for ants, as they say. Um, I think there's still room for this uh, this bull run cycle. And, uh, um, and, uh, yeah. So if it takes a long time, it'll be early 2022. Uh, But then again, (laughs) Who knows? Um, let's, let, we're, t- we're talking months, uh, I believe, rather than days or weeks.
0: Mm. So, Vitus, after the Tour de Satoshi, um, you planned another adventure. Uh, and we met in June 2019 at the Berlin, uh, in Munich at the Lightning Hackathon. And you told me about the Satoshi Friathlon. What was that?
1: Um, yeah, the Satoshi Friathlon was a freestyle triathlon um, that was basically building on the route of, of Tour de Satoshi, um, which I believe it was like 400 and something, 450 or something kilometers in total. Um, not, I don't remember the exact numbers. We did like 14 kilometers of swimming in total. Um, and uh, like uh, 200, almost 300 uh, cycling, and I believe 60 or 70 kilometers um, running. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, a really cool adventure, and especially you were part of it. It was so much fun. Like uh, we had, um, yeah, we had so much fun. I I, I had such a great time doing it um, after the Tour de Satoshi, which was me doing it alone in a tunnel, uh, all of a sudden we had a team of seven athletes and then also a helper, a supporter. Um, we had a vehicle coming with us. It was a real like a real organization. I loved it.
0: Yeah, it was a decentralized, organized uh, event. And um, the cool thing, as you said, we started in uh, Zug or in Zürich, uh, and we crossed Zug, the, yeah. the, the, the the Zugase, uh so yeah. the lake, uh, and this was the the most adventurous part for me. Like combining a two-kilometer swim through a lake. I never swam that far in a lake, you know, without like being able to do a break or something. And uh, then uh, we cycled another, I think, 120 k or something like that. And um, usually, also, I'm 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 doing all these things alone. And it's much more fun to do it uh, with you guys, uh, where I can be in your tailwind. (laughs) And uh, it was a great adventure. I I really like to remember it. And it's like two years ago now, we did it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so now you have a new idea. Um, tell us about your new idea, uh, because like this, this, the Tour de Satoshi and the Satoshi Friathlon, they crossed their path in a way, and now you had another idea.
1: Exactly. So now, uh, basically, we're finishing up the, 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 the Bitcoin B on the European map. Um, so with the Tour de Satoshi, which is a straight line upwards, and the Satoshi Free Aslan, which is a, 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 like a line crossing that to uh, the Satoshi line. We're now finishing the, the B um, and it's called Road to, Road to Bitcoin. Uh, it's going to be a 21-day uh, relay race, human-powered relay race, in fact. So anybody um, who would like to join can join in. We're still searching for participants. Um we have, uh, I believe, almost half of the stages by now are taken. We're starting in che- Geno- Genova, Italy, and it's ending up at the European uh, Parliament in Strasbourg. Um, so, yeah, anybody who would like to join in this epic event um, can look at it uh, either on my Twitter page, which is uh, at v-i-t-u-s underscore z-e or at teamsatoshi.org where you can find all the information about this event, all the single stages um, and information about how we're going to um, uh, like pull it through and organize it. There's also a telegram group where we'll be communicating and organizing it.
0: Mm-hmm. So basically it's a relay race. So uh, you don't have to, you can do it alone, you can do it uh, with other people together and you can choose from the stages. Uh, we have a list of the stages um, and they are of different uh, length, and um, the challenge is different. Um, but anybody can do it. I mean, anybody can join, right?
1: Yeah, anybody. anybody can join. Um It's you can choose how your mode of um, traveling will be. like you can walk it, uh, you can run it, uh, you can bike it. Uh, the only thing is it has to be human powered. Like you have to actually do the distance yourself um, and we'll have a torch that will be handed from uh, one day to the next, from one participant to the next, Um, Actually, we have two torches. One is an actual physical torch, which will be the Bitcoin white paper, because the last stage will be the 13th birthday of the Bitcoin white paper day, uh, the 31st of October, uh, when we arrive in Strasbourg. Um, So we'll put the uh, Bitcoin white paper, we'll bring it to the European Union. (laughs) Um, And... um, and uh, so we'll hand that physical torch over from participant to the participant. And as well, we'll hand a lightning torch over, which was already we, which we already started um, in the Satoshi Friaslan. Um It was handed over since uh, several times. Um, and it's basically following us through our events. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have those two torches and um, I believe it will be uh, uh, like a real cool event. We'll have plenty of um, Bitcoiners, also very known Bitcoiners, joining us um, on this on this journey. And it will be truly legendary and epic. Can you tell us who this is? Um, so some uh, some names I cannot say uh, yet. Um, uh, but it looks like Giacomo and Mir will join. Um, they have not... From Italy from Italy, yeah they um, they they're definitely interested in joining um, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, um, some of the participants uh, want to be anonymous, uh, or not unfortunately, actually I like the fact um, uh, everyone can do it also uh, anonymously, um, so so yeah, um, there's not too much information I can give at the moment. <laughs>
0: But I'm joining. I mean, I can say that I will do one stage uh, from Austria crossing the border to Germany. And Richard, I think you will also Mm -hmm. do a stage. I'm going to cycle and you're going to run.
2: Yes, uh, I'm going to do mine on the uh, 23rd of October. I think it's a 46 uh, kilometer uh, run, a very hilly run uh, through the Alps should be I I wrote it down it was 1640 meters of elevation change uh between a place called Struble and Salzburg so that's gonna to be tough <laughs> yeah okay uh,
0: that's that's uh almost i think the same as I'm riding on the bike the next day <laughs> i'm I'm riding eighty k and something like one thousand meters or one thousand two hundred <laughs> of elevation and uh yeah ouch <laughs> i I'm happy that I'm cycling actually. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I think we should, it would be cool to meet up uh, participants at the end and, um, yeah, and maybe go to the Central Bank dressed as zombies or something, because it would be Halloween too. So, uh, (laughs) looking forward to it.
0: Everybody is invited to join. Uh, It doesn't uh, matter if you're very well trained or not. Um, It's not a time race. It's just, I think you only have to do the stage in a day. Uh,
1: Exactly. It can take uh, 24 hours, up to 24 hours. You can do the stage, and a- anyone can manage to do a stage um, in almost any state of fitness. Uh, so, yeah, I believe it's really an event for everyone. Um, just uh, be part, just to be part of it. Write the, the history with us. It's going to be legendary, and it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Mm. and Vitus Vitus are you joining the the all the way through the B or are you not only going to be there at some stages
1: yeah so i I'm not uh i the plan is to actually just be there for a few st- stages. I will just lead one stage as ideally as every other participant so yeah um that's why we're actually really in search of uh, more participants uh, because we really want. 21 different stages with 21 different participants leading the way.
0: Mm-hmm. So you said the last stage is arriving on the 31st of October. So when is the first stage? So it's three weeks in October. Yeah. But when starts, uh, when, what's the first day?
1: It starts on the 11th of October um, in Genoa, in And uh, yeah, after 21 days, we finished in, in Strasbourg. It goes through uh, Venice. Uh, it goes through Slovenia, um, then parts of Austria through Salzburg, Munich will go through Nuremberg, um, Karlsruhe, and then uh, Strasbourg, and obviously many many small towns in between. Um, it's it's a lovely route, um, and uh, we have even one um, uh, lady from Norway uh, who's an excited bitcoiner and a cyclist, and. She would actually like to do the whole race. Um, she would uh, <laughs> love to do the the whole. Um, I believe it's uh, almost two thousand kilometers um, and about twenty five thousand. I, I don't have the exact numbers in my head, but I, I believe it's somewhere between twenty and twenty five thousand in altitude. So it's quite a it's quite a journey, um, and she 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 wants to do the whole journey. I I believe it would be lovely because then um, on you know, the more participants each actual stage has, uh, the more fun it is also for the participants themselves and the more networking opportunity. And if we have one person actually doing the whole race, maybe there's more that that join in. I mean, um, yeah, it would be lovely. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, cool. And um, it's self-organized, so people need to organize their hotel or transport themselves. And um, do you have like a... A car that's that's coming along or something like that to have like a backup.
1: Um, so there's not. It's not for sure yet. We'll see how we'll 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 organize it. Um, we mm-hmm. we're not for sure if we'll we'll have a car.
0: Okay. So, but self-organized, self-sovereign uh, relay stage, 21 days from Venice to Strasbourg. Uh, the road to B or do you say the road to Bitcoin?
1: Road to Bitcoin. Yeah
0: road to bitcoin yeah yeah great um and what are the challenges uh leading up to it for you as as decentralized organizer in a way
1: we're obviously a a little group of people you guys uh, are helping organize it um and there's also alexandra um from vancouver and veronica um, from frankfurt helping us organize it the i believe the main challenge um, is actually finding participants who will do uh, stages in italy um, our network is limited in italy um, and germany and austria i believe we're, were yeah we're going to be closing relatively yeah easily um, but italy will be the main challenge so so yeah we're looking for participants this is uh, really the main um the main challenge, um, and I believe every, everything from then, as soon as we have the participants, the event will be great. Because uh, each day there will be stories about it, everyone will, uh, obviously every participant will be really excited uh, being part of this, um, of this event. So the main challenge is really participants, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So everybody who's listening to the, this and knows someone who is running, cycling, s- no, swimming, won't be a part of it, I guess, uh, no. or who wants to walk, um, please tell them uh, to go to the website teamsatoshi.org or to Vitu's uh, Twitter account. I will put it into the show notes afterwards. It's uh, twitter.com slash Vitu's underscore e Yeah. Okay, so, and and what's uh, going on for you, uh, Richard? What's your next challenge? Do you have anything planned before the Road to Bitcoin?
2: Uh, Yes, on a personal level, um, I'm hoping to do Chicago Marathon, uh, representing Bitcoin runners and Team Satoshi. So that's the 10th of October, just before before the challenge uh, Road to Bitcoin starts. Um, However, right now... uh, People from Europe can't get into the States uh, very easily. Uh, You need to spend two weeks in uh, one of these intermediate countries. Um, So it's looking less and less likely as we get closer to the date. Um, So I'll probably switch to Munich Marathon, which is the same day, 10th of October. And uh, just uh, currently talking Vetus to see if he would like to uh, join that marathon too. Um, It would be uh, awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard, show us your T-shirt. You have a Bitcoin Runners T-shirt. Um, what's this, this? What's the story behind the T-shirt? I think. I it,
2: should show the back as well. A little Team Satoshi. I don't know if you
0: can see that. Oh, we can see Bitcoin Runners on the back. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a little Team Satoshi logo. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, how many people have already um, bought or or produced such a T-shirt? Because I think uh, people can do it by themselves.
2: Uh, Yeah. So again, with uh, the idea behind Team Satoshi, um, it is very much open, free, borderless. You could say the same, obviously, for Bitcoin. This is where we get our inspiration. Uh, You can make your own T-shirt. You can uh, go to the website. Um, there's, There's a spec written on there, how the genesis uh, edition t-shirt has been made and you can make your own or when we do uh, batch production which is done locally and um, where I live with a couple of friends so Circular Bitcoin Economy uh, we will um, w- when we can uh, make these t-shirts and send them out to people interested uh, so yeah that's that's how you get a hold of it but um, I only get good feedback uh, from the shirts because they are uh, proper running shirts uh technical and um obviously with the shiny logos they they cause uh heads to turn and people to ask oh, what is this you know what is bitcoin
0: it's golden letters is it the di- digital gold <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's
2: the best part yeah
0: <laughs> and Vitus, i think for team satoshi we also have some uh, clothes
1: yeah uh, exactly we're uh, producing clothes on a uh, like semi yearly basis i would say um it's also a very professional clothes, you, like here on the video you see the BioRacer logo as well, it's uh, also on the shirt, um, The BioRacer is the producer. Um, so anybody interested, we're also producing the um, the Bitcoin Runners uh, clothes um, and the uh, Team Satoshi clothes, so same thing. Um, yeah we've uh, produced plenty of clothes already um, and more to come for this event now, uh, which I've ordered. Um, What I wanna add, uh, so in a few days, uh, there will be again, now the third run for Halfinny. So there's going to be another running event um, on September 6th. Um, uh, It's basically an anniversary um, of uh, Halfinny's last run. Um, We started doing that uh, um, like two years ago. So this one is the third uh, run for Halfin and uh, we're inviting anybody who wants to either start running or uh, runs anyways to go for a run on that day. Think of um, the pioneer Hulfini uh, and, and, uh, and yeah, run in memory of, of, of him and um, maybe even post some impressions from your run on Twitter or any social media.
0: Mm-hmm. Like we always do, actually. And it's not yeah. only to run because I can't run. So I cycle yeah. on that day. And that's okay, too. And if you even if you walk on that day, uh, you can send us your pictures about uh, like the, the your contribution to the run or to the the, the memory of Hal Finney. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Great. And um Vitus, like personally, any sport challenges uh, in the next future? Ice bathing again or something like that?
1: Uh, yeah, so first of all, I'm uh, obviously also taking part in the Bitcoin Runners Bull Run. Um, uh, I actually had to postpone my, my challenge. Um, I wanted to run the ultra marathon with Richard, uh, but I couldn't join uh, due to travel restrictions. Um, and so I will, I will do it uh, within this bull run circle. My idea is to run an ultra marathon. Um, it might be during the Road to Bitcoin, but maybe also during another another event, we'll see. Um, and yeah, uh, the ice bathing, I must say, um, this is a, it deserves a, a minute because it, for me, it's really uh, the biggest um Discovery since Bitcoin, I believe Um, it's really uh, changed my life Um, uh, I haven't taken a warm shower in almost two years Um, and I'm only yeah, I'm going ice bathing in winter like when it's really cold outside uh, When the either there's ice on the water or there's not it doesn't make such a big difference. The water is very cold Um, it's really it's really reviving and Yeah, I've had the deepest, the deepest states of meditation actually in in ice water. Um, I'm loving it to a point where I can't stop doing it in winter. So I can't really recommend trying it. Um, It needs a little bit of preparation, like some breathing technique. Just uh, um, search uh, um, like Wim Hof breathing technique, uh, do that. And then, uh, yeah, dare to go into cold water. It's such a great thing. Richard can I think Richard would agree
0: but not alone I guess I guess you shouldn't go alone should you I mean there should be somebody outside
1: Yeah I think uh, if it's if it's a river um and it's flowing then it's definitely better someone is there um who watches the whole scene um and if it's a lake yeah, it's always good to have someone be there, especially when you do it for the first time or join a local group. There's uh, In many towns around there are local ice bedding groups that uh, are guided. Um, so yeah, it is good to, to do it uh, with other people, but I really believe actually um, in general it's a safe thing to do if you, if you um, follow the instructions from Wim Hof, the Iceman, um, it's generally really, really safe. If you don't go under the ice, um, you definitely shouldn't uh, uh, like go put your head under the ice. That's when it gets really dangerous or when the water is flowing and you, and you don't really know what you're doing. Um, but in general, I believe it's relatively safe.
0: Mm-hmm. And Richard, why did you start doing that?
2: <laughs> uh <Vetus>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah Vitus inspired me um with his ice bathing and I, I i took it up just towards the end of last year as things were getting cold um and i i started swimming. it happened to start swimming at the same time in a in a lake uh training for triathlon and one day i forgot uh, my wetsuit and it was very cold day um not far off five degrees or water temperature and yeah, so I went went in the water and tried to have a swim and it was just such a, uh, a euphoric feeling afterwards. Obviously, uh, mind over matter to, to get in. Um, but uh, yeah, the the sense of satisfaction and um, the feeling afterwards. And we're, we're a small group of people here who go to a, a lake and we meet up once a week on a Sunday morning. Uh, so there's a real community spirit to it. And there's less and less people meeting during the winter time. Um, but uh, there are hardened people like uh, Vitas, who just, they go to swim, they try to swim the ice mile uh, challenge. Um, but yeah, it was uh, such, such an amazing thing to take up and to, to get involved in. Um, it's so much so, I, I've introduced a few friends and one of them, he's an airline pilot, but uh, he's really taken to the mental health benefits um, but the ice baven uh gives and he's converted a fridge freezer in his uh, garage into uh like an ice bath. So it's uh he followed some instructions on YouTube how to do this. It's one of these uh chest freezers uh you fill up with water because they're sealed already and then dial the temperature down. Um, and he, yeah, so he's setting that up at the moment. Um, yeah, I haven't. Uh,
0: what, what There's... are the, what are the benefits? I mean, you mentioned mental benefits,
2: what are those? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, perhaps fetus' uh, is a good position to explain.
1: So, uh, like my, the, I can only, um, tell about the benefits I feel. Um, like I have no like my resistance to cold in winter is like I, I haven't ever felt that in anything like you cannot I can I can basically in winter time I go outside in a t-shirt um, you can throw a bucket of water over me um, and I can still walk around and I'm not cold um, I can go into the, uh, into the river um, at five degrees I come out I still walk with the t-shirt I'm not cold um, I don't get a cold um, I don't get sick, um, and it's just like you feel when you're in the ice water. You come out, you feel how your body is like so. Your your whole um, veins and 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 arteries um, are like, you know, really being trained, and and uh, they're first contracting because of the cold, because the blood actually cold, cold, cools down, and then they're releasing, and it's really training your whole cardiovascular vascular system. Um, And uh, for the mind, um, like if you can go into cold water um, and stay there for a minute or two and and do that on a, a, like, I don't know, even once a month or once in two weeks or whatever, um, it gives you such a, like, mental strength because you know you can do that um, and you know you're strong enough to do that. It gives you a very strong understanding of what your body can do. Um yeah, I believe it's it's really um it's really life changing.
0: Yeah, I mean I just did the cold showers, not the ice bathing, bath uh for some months uh in the winter time. And I also have to say um I, I never felt cold anymore outside, um which was actually great because usually I, I'm very cold very soon. Um but the ice bathing, I don't know. Um, <laughs> There's a hurdle in my head against that, like a mental barrier.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understand. But actually, the main part of it is the cold showers. Like, uh, I mean, the the ice bath gives, you know, is is the crazy thing that gives you like a real push internally and and even some high. You know, you even feel a kind of high um, after after you come out. Um, but the cold showers is actually the place to start. It's such an amazing thing to just take a cold shower and feel how you feel while doing it and afterwards and that's that's what gives you the, the think, resistance to, to cold to the cold yeah
0: Okay, I guess the next challenge uh, of team Satoshi then is a ice bathing challenge or something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I did one actually for uh, the the birthday of Genesis block uh, like uh, again January 3rd this year um, I did because it was the 12th anniversary so I did 12 minutes of ice baiting. Um there's actually a video on YouTube so if you want to see it um, just Google foetus ice baiting, um, uh and yeah it's uh, that was a challenge because 12 minutes gets really really long so I wouldn't recommend. Um such a long stay in the water to anybody who's not used to it um so mm-hmm. you have to first do like a minute, then two then three, and then work yourself up slowly um but I was doing it last winter, I was doing it uh two three sometimes four times per week um and yeah, so then at some point you're you're able to do something like that-
0: mm-hmm. yeah, cool, I mean cool, what a word um <laughs> what <laughs> Did we miss anything? I mean, we're coming to an end now. It's almost an hour. Um, have we missed anything? Should, should we talk about something that's going on? Uh, or how can people um, participate? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, perhaps one thing to mention would be uh, the Halfning Challenge that we did uh, in May 2020. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the next halvening challenge, which will be, uh, 2024, <laughs> um, I, I think it may be worth uh, mentioning on the podcast, uh, that, uh, we did this live stream and it's possible to, uh, rewatch us on the Team Satoshi U- YouTube channel, mm-hmm. did we, yeah. um, where we went, uh, it was oh, block six, 600,000, um, 600. 29,999 of the third era to the uh, 630,000th block, where we had these two blocks uh, and we did uh, an activity, obviously we didn't know what it was gonna be, how long it was gonna last for, that was the exciting part, Um, but we, joined joined forces with people all over the world and did this live stream um, Anita you took part obviously fetus did a, managed to do a triathlon in that time pretty much a <laughs> swim um, and other sports um, and it was incredibly exciting um, and uh, as, as a way to mark uh, the, the halvening. Um, so I thought it would be good to mention that just, I know it's a few years away, but for (laughs) the next one, we're talking about making a Bitcoin Olympics. It's every four years and we involving all sports. So, uh, it's early days, but, um, this is, uh, uh, what the idea will be for next time.
0: that's a great idea. And will that be localized like, uh, in a town or is it decentralized again?
2: Oh, it would have to be uh, decentralized, I think, <laughs> and live streamed and lots of different sports, lots of different Bitcoiners uh, all over the world. Um, and maybe uh, meetups too, you know, if we can get together, it would be also pretty cool to do some activities, maybe some competitions between countries too.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, a, a great goal, like to to, to have something to train uh, uh, for the coming years. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well, more and more people are getting involved in Bitcoin Uh, with uh, Bitcoin 2021. I think they had more people attend than the attending the Olympics this year. (laughs) So the Bitcoin Olympics could be pretty huge.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Great. Vitus, um, anything else that we missed that you want to add?
1: Yeah, I believe um, get involved uh, in physical activity. Become a fitcoiner. Fitcoiner means Bitcoiner and uh, physical fitness. (laughs) So, um, I really, I really believe it's good for everyone to have some level of physical fitness. And we're really uh, in the Bitcoin space. It's heavy waters, um, and it will be heavy waters for several years to come. I believe this is not an easy. Uh, task and it's not going to be easy to um, uh, have a new uh, financial um, um, system being set up and we need to stand for this uh, and therefore we need to be fit, we need to be physically fit, mentally fit and we need to stand for Bitcoin. So start picking up sports, find what you're excited about and do it long term.
0: Yes, uh, Richard, do you also have such uh, motivating uh, words for us?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd just like to really echo what Vitas has just said. Um, you know, it's our community. I think this is, uh, Bitcoin has those uh, constitutional elements to it. You know, the developers, the, the, the um yeah, the developers, the miners, the users, together with wallets and the merchants. But if you really think about it, it is the users ultimately that decide uh, the future protocol of uh, monetary revolution. You know, it's the users that make it happen, and um, as as a group of people, um, bringing people together through sports and Bitcoin is um going to I't uh, create a fabric that holds it all together and allows us to work together as smaller communities and as additionally as a larger community so uh, yeah this this is important and uh, it's important for our lives and health and happiness and future and uh, we, we should uh, yeah just get involved and uh, be fit and be, be uh, financially happy <laughs> We
0: have an audience, it seems. <laughs> yeah, fantastic guys. Thank you very much for this conversation. I'm looking forward to our uh, common challenge, the road to Bitcoin in October. Anybody who wants uh, to join, uh, look out for the Bitcoin Runners website, look out for Team Satoshi for Vitus on Twitter, and uh, I will also put the link in the show notes. So um, thank you very much for joining.
1: Thank you for having us, Anita. Thank you very much, Anita.
0: Thank you. Goodbye. And to our listeners, please don't forget to subscribe to the Anita Po show at Anita.link slash subscribe. Bye bye.